少年ジャンプス Yo, what's up? Welcome back to Shonen Chumps, the only anime podcast on the goddamn internet, featuring the three of us. What's up? I'm Brennan. I'm Sean. I'm Dylan. And today we're talking about Attack on Titan Season 2. I hope you're excited. We have a lot to say. We're kind of late on this one. We missed the end by maybe like a week or so with yeah. this podcast, but hopefully it's still fresh in your brain. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. Um, we also have a season one podcast if you are interested in that. And if you need a refresher, um, go check that out. Come back. Let's chat. What's going on, guys? What do you think? I have a question, guys. Yeah, cool. It's been four years since Attack on One. Se- Attack, Attack on One. Attack, Attack on, on Titan one. season one ended. <laughs> Is it worth the wait? Was this season worth the wait? No. Oh shit! <laughs> wait. Also, this is coming from Dylan, who, who didn't have to wait. Didn't have yeah, to wait. Didn't four have years. to wait at all. Yeah. <laughs> For me, Brennan. Yeah. Yes. It's God, yes, wait? it was worth it. My first note was this is really exciting. Damn. That's the first thing I wrote down. So for me, I I think I did have to wait the four years. No, I definitely did. And I thought it was worth it. Okay, maybe, like, I really liked what the season did. I don't know if it was worth a four-year wait, but yeah. I was pleased when it came back. Yeah, I wasn't definitely. like, this doesn't live up to what I wanted it to be. I guess I didn't build up the expectations in my head, so I thought it was good. See, that's the thing. It's like, once you wait four years, it's like, what can really bring you back from that? What is actually worth four years? Very little, I would say. Right. But for what it's worth, when I saw the same characters again, when I saw everything happening in a new setting, it's stuff that I haven't seen five times before, I was like, oh my god, this is happening. Here we are, Attack on Titan Season 2. Yeah, I guess you like go through the different hype waves over four years. Right. First you think this second season has to be the best fucking thing ever. Then you're like, wait, no, it's going to be awful. It's going to be shit. It's going to be the best. It's going to be shit. And then when you finally get to it, I was just happy to be back. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever hit a point where you're like, fuck this, it's not even worth it. I'm not, like, I'm done with Attack on Titan. No, I figured whenever it came back, I'd just jump in, watch a few episodes. Maybe it wouldn't be worth it, and then I'd leave it behind forever. Fair enough. If it wasn't. Yeah. Okay, so I gotta clarify. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I liked this season. Yeah. But the reason why I said it uh, it felt like it wasn't worth it is because I was putting myself in, myself in the shoes of people who saw it in 2013. Yeah. And I just felt that even though this season... Um, was good or like kind of good. Uh, 
it didn't answer a lot of questions that I had after season one. And for that reason, I felt like it wasn't exactly worth the wait, despite the fact that like I, I enjoyed it. I But now, I guess hearing your opinion, Brennan, it does make sense. It's really nice to get to see something new from the series. But I, I, I just feel like a lot of the questions that I had in season one weren't answered. And I'm okay with that to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. because it's like lost you know like yeah. i don't give me all the answers in season two but i did feel like only more questions were raised and not a lot was answered. that's exactly it and that's that's why i felt like four years was a long time to wait for not many more answers right you you want to know something this show it, it does what it does so well in the way that it makes you want to care about the show i like I was kind of jaded going into it, to be honest, because we'd just come off of our season one binge, and it's it was like my fourth or fifth pass or whatever, and I was like, oh god, I'm so sick of this shit. But as soon as we got new content, it's like, oh, here are some new sh- like questions for you to think about, and like here's a here's a little bit of a morsel for you. Like they they leave a, a nice little breadcrumb trail for you, where it's like here's a little bit of stuff to tie you over. Here's a couple answers, but not as many answers as questions as we're going to give you. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really smart because it keeps you interested the whole time. Yeah, right. I think Attack on Titan's biggest strength is that it has built an incredibly interesting world, Yeah. right? So there's a lot of directions that they can go with it. Right. So even though we didn't get a, a ton answered, uh, with, with or sorry, the questions that we had after season one necessarily weren't answered, mm-hmm. these new questions are just as interesting. Right. Yeah. So I'd say uh, the correlation between season one and two is that the world stayed just as interesting and the mystery was always there. Right. But the main difference between season one and two is that they took away a lot of the action and added a lot of character development. Right. So we got like a look into a bunch of characters that we never got to really see in the first season. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the action was taken away. I'd go as far to say that like the coolest action we get to see is in the theme song at the beginning of the show. (laughs) Uh, Everything during the show itself, there's almost no action. Just a lot of conversations happening. It's true. (laughs) Which I was fine with. Yeah, Yeah. actually. Speaking of the theme song, it it, also adds to the questions that you've already begun to list off. Like... Why are there dinosaurs? Why are they yeah, running beside this right. giant oh goodness, Sasquatch? I don't understand what's going on. Why is the theme song not changed? It's the same as the first one, just kind of different. Yeah, it's by right. the same artist, I think. But you know. Mm-hmm. Also, I think Attack on Titan will never have as cool of a theme song as the very first one. Like uh, everything else will be like not. a step down from the very first but one. Also, speaking of theme songs, the the ending theme. Oh my god, dude. It's a great song. Oh, it's pretty I nice. I love yeah. the yeah, it's ending nice. theme. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> Holy like, crap. It's very nice and chill. It, it feels a, like a like a Pixies song or like Smashing Pumpkins or something. Like It's a weird, like dreary, creepy riff, and it's like... I wouldn't be surprised if Billy Corgan got into anime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's into wrestling. Who knows? Yeah, that's funny. Um, but also, the visuals at during like the, the ending theme song, I found super duper interesting because it's like all of these... like background context clues and like mythos that they're sort of building with Mm -hmm. like these tapestries and like wall carvings and stuff that depict all these like really like interesting scenes right um of like titans attacking villages and stuff like that and you can't help but wonder like oh maybe this is like 
a weird secret backstory that they're never gonna like really build upon and it's like up to you because like during the season they never touched on anything that remotely looked like what was going on in those ending credits what Mm -hmm. it seemed like they were doing with the opening credits is like showing you the relation between titans and animals because they didn't just show dinosaurs they showed like whales nature yes and and it's it's worth pointing out that the titan they show you in the opening is like the 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 furry titan yeah the beast (laughs) titan which is like as close to an animal i guess as the titans have gotten so far right yeah uh I guess it's trying to show, like, maybe it's trying to say they're a force of nature. Like, the world is populated by dinosaurs until they got killed off. Maybe the world is populated by humans until they get killed off, and then the titans will get so killed off. phases. Phases, that yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, so I, I, it's funny that you guys mentioned that because I had the exact same thought. Like, what is the meaning here? Yeah. And I took a screenshot because all of them, it's like their heart was uh like highlighted it was like in oh. bright red right and it was glowing i think it was their heart theme? no in the beginning oh like it showed all those animals yeah. but it's more like an outline I so remember. i thought like the message was similar it's like these are all just creatures Wait, of the earth like we have this like now that you mention it there's actually some like weird heart imagery in like the ending credits too like i like because i was i was just so fascinated by these because they look like weird like wall painting cave painting stuff and yeah there was one that's like three girls eating from like the heart or like the body of like this deceased skeleton and like a bunch of like kings in the background or something fuck yeah and then like in the show someone mentioned king's blood or whatever i think Mm -hmm. this is part of uh ymir's story but yeah it just got me thinking it's like maybe they're trying to tell us a lot more about what's going on here and then they'll never actually flesh certain things out yeah and it's up to us to kind of draw conclusions it also means there's the potential for this show to go in so many directions and not only that but they could have a main plot they could have a separate series <laughs> that I mean, dives into these other things no i like i mean it as a good thing i'm just realizing right, right? like they could easily do even yeah a like prequel a t- with a, a prequel with this show like talking about when the titans first came and like the groups who were trying to survive and like went into the walls like there's That's so much true. To, to, they could do Attack on Titan Junior High. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that they shouldn't have done <laughs> is that is the problem. It's funny because we've never seen it. Yeah, so we, yeah. I it could be great. I assume it's dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I guess we all dumb. do. Yeah, which is why we haven't seen it. That's an interesting thought, Dylan. But by the time any of that comes out, we'll probably be like 45. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who Shit. knows what role it'll play in our lives. So, what did you guys think about the fact that the second season seems to focus on, like, a small group of characters like, uh, what are, what are their names? Reiner? Or Reina? It seems like is what they call Bear- them. Ryan- Reinhardt. I call him Reinhardt. Reinhardt. <laughs> uh, Connie. Connie. Uh, Krista slash Historia. Historia. <laughs> and, uh, Ymir. Ymir or, yeah. yeah, however Whatever. you say that one. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys feel about that? And we don't really get to see... Aaron. Aaron, Armin, Mikasa, but what? then on a second the level, hell? we never get to fucking see Levi and Jean. Yes, dude. Yes. Oh, dude. I the dude. same notes. Yo. Same notes. Yo, dude. When you, <laughs> Yo. Get to, when you get to like season f- or sorry episode five, and we go back to the village and you see Jean, I'm like, wait, what? you were the most fleshed out character in the first season. Where the fuck are dude, you now? Boy, exact they... same note. I'm like, why would they cut out the character that they fleshed out the most? They, right? You know, they're what like, they... we did our job with yeah. Jean. Yeah, they're like, he wait. Can back now we've got 20 other people to do now yeah (laughs) seriously i think jean is in like two different episodes and he says like three lines between them but also levi i mean like he got injured when he like stepped on annie's shoulder or whatever like he twisted his ankle but right is that cause for him to not be in the season like holy shit i mean (laughs) 
That was maybe the weirdest choice of this season. That's I probably why there's zero action. The, the absence of Levi right? was crazy. There is a final battle where they're going to save Aaron, and Levi's just not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? It's insane. I mean, Erwin's <laughs> Irwin's up to, dog? Like, the inv- yeah. I guess we should bring that up now. Right. In, like... In Levi's stead is Ervin. Where in first season, we only kind of got a glimpse of his, like, character. Well, we knew he was, like, the big commander boss. Yeah. That he's willing to take risks and do whatever it takes, but we I mean, really saw what he was up to. Now we get to see, we saw his final form, which is <laughs> getting his arm <laughs> bitten and saying, like, everybody keep yeah. going. <laughs> While he's getting his arm chopped Dude. off. He's like, fucking go! And that was sick. <laughs> epic oh and not just God. that guys but the fact that everybody's trying to save uh aaron yeah. from like getting kidnapped by these giant titans yeah and even when aaron is freed he's still just standing there waiting to be grabbed and nobody is doing anything and out of nowhere ervin comes in with one arm and grabs aaron yeah. right they, yeah at every but everybody else is there and they do nothing ervin comes true in true ball or, yeah you can't mess with Ervin. All right, yeah. yo, pause for a second. Right. I notice you guys are all calling him Ervin now. Yeah. And that was an argument we had last episode. <laughs> right. Where I was calling him Ervin, and you guys said Erwin. Yeah. And then Irvin. slowly over the podcast, I changed to Erwin. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got a good point-counterpoint right now. So you called him Ervin on the last podcast, and yes. we were all, like, iffy about it. But you also called Bertolt Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> and we did went I? through the whole podcast calling him Bernard. Did I actually? Yeah, you did. Good old <laughs> Bernie. Funny, yeah. All right. Oh, man. Bertolt. <laughs> Fucking jokes. Uh, oh, yeah. So, sorry. Back to the question at hand. Like, right. what did you feel about this season uh, going into the perspective of those five characters, like, in Utgard Castle and all that stuff? <laughs> what did you think? I thought it was really cool. I like that we got a lot more exposition. We kind of got to you know, really flesh out some of these other people more. Like, especially when it comes to, like, Ymir and Krista and that whole, like, plot that involves them. You didn't realize that they'd be so important, right? Right. In in the first season, they just kind of, like, pop in and pop out. And it's like, oh, maybe they're just novelty characters. But, like, once you run out of twists to throw with the main cast, it's like, who are you going to fall back on? These right. people you weren't paying attention to. Bam, Baird holds the fucking colossal titan. Whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> jump in the gun. <laughs> Can I have a quick aside? Because yeah. in the first season, I didn't notice that Ymir existed to any extent. <laughs> Dude, I was just about to say that. I actually wrote as a note, Did was Ymir in the first season? I right. guess so. I guess so. And I saw yeah. a, a screenshot, I think, from Attack on Titan Junior High, and she's definitely in that. <laughs> now, I don't doubt she's in the manga, like, in the background, yeah. and then she, like, comes to appearance, like... When yeah. the arc gets to this point in the manga. Mm-hmm. But when I started watching the season, and I was in, like, the first half of the season especially, I, it, it made me angry. I'm like, who what? is this character? Why oh. are you here? Why are you tacking on this character that, to my, from my knowledge, and I just Didn't seen the first exist. season, yeah. was not there at all? I don't even think they said her name once in the they, first season. No, they was, did. I feel like they did She didn't. was hanging out with Marco. Oh, that was God. The issue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she did see him get eaten. Um, we saw Marco oh, get eaten wait, in wait. season two, guys. <laughs> we yes. did. Yeah, we finally got the payoff. <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about that too, yeah. because not only did we see Marco get eaten, 
but we didn't see his face when he got eaten it's in the true. shot. It's so true. It's true. still Captain Marco a mystery. <laughs> yeah, we're like, never gonna know. I, I wanted to know what Sean's reaction was to that so badly when you saw it because they didn't show Marco still. Even yeah, though they showed him. It's like they showed them reacting to Marco, right. but yeah. they didn't show Marco. And the thing is, like, we see him get quote unquote eaten, eaten. but his body's still there. He's, he's it's only his yeah. upper lip that's yeah. gone in the show. There's so, that's the biggest mystery. I don't give a fuck where the Titans came Maybe from. Show me what happened to Marco. <laughs> one of the mustachioed Titans that just needed stash power, so he just yeah. ate his upper lip. Yeah, right? That's how they work. We don't know how they work. They eat Marco's upper lip? Yeah, no, when, he, when he's dead, when we see oh. his body, it's just like he's making this weird old face. Of Wait, his I don't teeth even remember seeing his, bo- his face. They show his face. He looks like gaunt as fuck, and his okay. like, teeth are showing, <laughs> especially just, his upper oh, row teeth. I yeah. thought they didn't show him at all, which is... Yeah. He doesn't look really mangled, funny. he just looks malnourished, and he's, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, it looks like he died in the most mysterious way, as if they sucked the life force out of him. <laughs> which, who knows, oh. maybe that's like a revelation coming up, I don't oh, know. Oh, damn. Marco, love you, dog. Polo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, Ymir, yeah, I wasn't sure if she was in the first season. I actually just called her the girl with freckles the first time I saw her on screen. I was right. like, who is this? I... I actually remembered Ymir, but it's only because um, I've seen the first season so many damn times that okay. you start to latch on to useless details, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, this person is friends with Krista and also is mean to Sasha. Okay, she's a person. But then she never comes back, or like we don't see a lot of her. Right. So I did remember her, but I was like, I never expected um, her to be of any importance. Like, it's just... I, I like that, though. The curveballs that they throw with these seemingly unimportant characters. Because, mm-hmm. like, okay, if we can... We'll talk about this more, I guess, but Bertholdt being the Colossal Titan, that mm-hmm. was fucking insane to me, dude. Just, like, the fact that the Colossal Titan is, like, the the flagship character of this series. On all the merchandise, yeah, that's on all true. the... Yeah, you're right prints on all the like everything it's always the colossal titan even though he shows up twice in the first season right he is the thing and it seems like he's so important and he's such a big scary mean thing and then it's just fucking our boy birdie it's a loser it's yeah. a, yeah. <laughs> it's a loser. Uh, what i think is more like way cooler than the fact that he's the colossal titan yeah. and uh rainer or right Reiner, Reiner. or whatever yeah, yeah. is uh Reinhardt. the other the what what's his armor titan. the yeah. armor titan yeah, yeah. Um, is how it's revealed to you in the show. Oh yeah. my god! Dude, it's it's so good. So I love it that. happens almost off screen in a side conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Part of it is literally off screen. Yeah. The big revelation is off screen. It's a shot on Hanji, I think. Yeah, or like it's everybody walking, walking away. away. Yeah. It's a wide shot. Yeah, yeah. They're all standing on top of the wall, and like Hanji's leading everybody away. And Ryan is like, "Hey, by the way, Aaron." I'm the armored titan. I have Bertholdt is the colossal titan. I have titan. the quote. He's just We've... like, hey, can we talk to you for a second? He's like, yeah, sure. What's up? So he's like, uh, so five years ago, we compromised Walmari and launched a, an attack on humanity. I'm the armored <laughs> titan. He's the colossal. And I he's think, like, wait, what? did I hear that right? I think our reaction is Bertholdt's reaction, where he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Why are you telling it to him? <laughs> You're ruining everything. Yeah. Are we doing this now? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. <laughs> but I guess this this shows you something that I found super interesting about the yeah. season is that uh, Reiner, or Reiner has this like duality of the mind. Oh like he is so totally to fucked up. He he thinks he's part of like the, the scout regimen and he loves them and is devoted to them. But also at the same time, he wants to get rid of humanity and kill them all. And maybe in this moment where he tells Aaron all this stuff, 
he's it's he's like a bit of both. He like considers Aaron like a true friend and a comrade, but then right. he also so that leads him to to say the stuff he has to say. Okay, so like ninety percent of my notes yeah. are just about that entire thing. Okay, I feel like I have so much to say, but I feel like that's fucking interesting as all hell. First yeah. of all, um, but before we dive too deep into that, like what was what was what were your guys' thoughts on Reiner being the armored titan did it like make sense to you because i had that moment again that same moment i had with annie where i was like oh yeah they look alike (laughs) right how did i not call this so like remember we talked about season one and i actually figured out that it was annie i think before you guys did the first time yeah you watched it so i wasn't that surprised but this revelation was and i gotta applaud like the creators because that was like the craziest way to do a reveal it wasn't just like this big giant like show-stopping reveal and the episode ends right yeah (laughs) they just drop it on a wide shot and it makes you say wait am i hearing this right yeah and that's almost what you'd imagine any any human like in the the scout regiment like i might wait you're the you're just gonna tell me like that right right uh, yeah. It's it's almost as if and like I was, I was sitting on the subway and people were talking about Attack on Titan across from me and they're like, hey, by the way, like Reiner is the is the armored Titan and I'm like, wait, did I just fucking hear that? It's right? like a spoiler. Yeah, it's almost like it's like the show spoiled itself, like, which is yeah. great. It's so good. And you probably reacted the same way where you stand up and go, what the fuck, dude? How do you do that? Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. And that's another thing, like. It wasn't their plan because Birdie is shocked. Yeah. He, it's not like he's like, yeah, we're going to tell him low key. Bert, Birdie's just like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it probably is because Reiner's, like, half crazy yeah, now. I think that, that that's a really good point. Um, and it is clear that he does sympathize with the humans to some degree because when they're held up in that castle... Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he throws a Titan out the, out the, <laughs> which is so sick. What a badass. He throws him out of the tower. I didn't know they um, could be that small. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's just like a big dude. Oh, uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. So yeah. what I was going to say is, um, Krista bandages him up and then she's like, oh, like, I hope everything's like, okay. And then he's like, yeah, like it'll do. And then his inner monologue is marry me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like says that that's one of the Krista. funniest parts of the season. Yeah, it's like the, yeah. the ongoing... So it's clear there's... Reiner like, loves yeah. Krista a little mm-hmm. bit. There's some weird duality to, to Reiner. Yeah. One thing I wanted to say about how the Titans are so small at Utgard Castle... Yeah. <laughs> ...is because I think we're supposed to believe, or at least I believe, that all the Titans we're seeing there around that castle yeah. have been created from humans in the surrounding villages right. or village. That's the... And I think maybe they're so small because they're, like, just becoming Titans. baby Titans. They haven't grown into full <laughs> yeah. Do you think they can grow? Okay, so like, I think like maybe at the very yeah. start of their oh. life, they're like human size and they like get slowly bigger or so something like, like that. Right, it's like babies all start off the same because, size, but then some turn out like Shaq. Yeah, something <laughs> I have to say about that is because Connie's mom is almost definitely a titan. Right, and maybe she, she grew from like the abdomen first, and her legs and arms didn't grow because she can't get up. Remember so, that? or like that's... she turned into a titan in her home, and so yeah. So yeah, that's one of the big reveals of this entire season is that like titans definitively come from humans yes this fucking was my, my theory mind. in the first episode yeah fucking nailed it yeah also um connie's mom it's yeah. weird because like the way she's just kind of like splayed out on top of her house looks like she dropped from the heavens right so either titans spawn from the sky and if they hit the ground and survive then they keep going right. or uh like you said they probably just grow randomly mm-hmm. and i guess her legs weren't developed enough so she's just like Bleh. yeah also she talked 
Not the first talking titan we see this season, but right. when she, she sees does, Connie, she ooh. says, welcome home. Wait, does she? Yeah. yeah oh, it's like, like very like, yeah, but oh, what the fuck? Yeah. And also it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's actually, pretty, yeah. it's pretty huh. great. How did I not notice that? That was really interesting. The other revelation that we kind of, uh, prophesized a bit last podcast. Yeah. Titans in the wall. The first yes. time when they showed that face, I was actually super stoked. I was like, oh, this wasn't like a weird fever dream. Mm-hmm. Cause like the way they just kind of like drop it on you at the end of the first season with a little guitar, and it's just like, yeah, uh, Titans in the wall. I, I was kind of left like, is this even happening? Is right. this like a real thing? Or is it just like a, hey, look, Titans. Something yeah. that's really funny about our first episode, like the podcast that we did about season one of Attack on Titan, yeah. is the fact that uh, we talk about the 10 top students in the year, like the right. 104th training regimen or whatever. Yeah. And we say, oh, who the fuck are those characters we forgot about? Oh yeah, Rainer and Bernard. And, Bernard. and we're like, who the <laughs> fuck are those people? What what jokers? Like, forget about them. Yeah, yeah. They end up being the most important people of this season. Yeah. yeah. And um, not only that, but we're like, hey, uh, oh shit, I forget what I was going to say. Something about the walls. Um, Titans well, being in yeah. the walls. Yeah, well, Titan you, being, yeah. You said last episode, I don't know if we talked about, we did talk about Titans being in the walls, but Sean said, what if the Titans built the walls? Right, right, right. right. Yeah. And yeah. it turned out to be something to that persuasion. Seems like they're inside and then there's a wall built likely. around them. Which is yeah. also crazy because there's people who know about the true nature of Titans to a certain extent, i.e. the wall people. That's what I was going to bring up, actually, when yeah. I just forgot what I was saying, yeah. is that we totally discounted them. Brennan was, like, laughing his ass off Because they got them. smushed. Because they were super funny. Yeah. 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 It was just like, ha, ha, ha these idiots but now they're like geniuses in on the whole thing they know something we don't one thing he said that was really important to me he said don't let it come in contact with direct sunlight oh yeah or else i guess it's going to come wake up yeah Yeah. because it's in the wall and it's only a small hole it's not it can't move because they do say in the first season that the titans get their power from the sun that's why they can't move at at night night. yes that's why it's all safe there are some who do move at night at utgard castle yeah yeah maybe when they're they're just born maybe because they're still human maybe because they like the energy of being human before that wears off something like that that like that whole religion thing was interesting because that seemed to be a theme in the first couple episodes that they then immediately dropped like like religion versus like this like secular society yeah and they're kind of like put down in the first season you think they're like these ridiculous people they just come off as crazy and then suddenly they have all this insight into the titan's true nature Mm -hmm. and they're keeping it secret which is even worse because it's like what the fuck do you what what's your plan are you trying to see humanity die right and they try to make that priest feel guilty they show him how people are suffering and he truly does feel bad and yet he won't give them all the information right and that's so puzzling right there's so much more there Mm -hmm. and we don't know about it yet Because in the end, he only gives them a tidbit of information. He said, we were told by our leader to watch this person. I think it being Ymir. Krista. Oh, okay. It was Krista? Oh, I thought it was Ymir. She's the chosen one. Okay, yeah. And uh, and that's all, like, we really get. So, like, there's way more to explore on that front, too. Mm -hmm. Like, what this religion means, how it started out, and how they know so much about the Titans and its origin. Exactly, yeah. So Krista is the chosen one. Yeah, yeah. let's talk about that. A bit. Uh, Historia, Historia is her actual name. Yeah. Uh, she has like the blood of the king, whatever that means, or yeah. royal blood. I don't know if it's like the same king that's governing the place that we know. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's funny because in in uh, in our first episode or about season one, Brennan 
actually referred to Krista as the goddess. <laughs> the goddess. Yeah. yeah. As a joke, and it turned out that she is super important. <laughs> That's really yeah. funny. Um, something that I actually liked a lot, um, I think it was like episode 10, um, it was when they kind of get into Ymir's backstory, and it kind of sheds some light on why she's so attached to Krista. I like that whole dynamic, first of all. Mm-hmm. I think it really brings up a lot of interesting things, and it makes you think about everybody's objectives and their their stance on whatever is going on in the world right because right now we don't know actually what anyone is really up to mm-hmm. besides the humans being uh like they, they just want to get through this ordeal and survive somehow yeah but like when it comes to titan people it seems like different people have different motivations and like we're getting these little tidbits and that one episode with um where it flashes back to Ymir and how she um, used to be like she was like a an, like a like a street child basically and um, I guess she got taken in by these people who either are titans or worship titans or something. She was said to have like what like precious blood or something. Yeah, they said she had the blood of the king. Yeah, or something, and right? then and then they, they were got like a cult, yeah. right? But then they got persecuted by. I'm not sure if it was the wall people or some other people. I feel like this town that we saw her flashback in is totally outside the walls. Oh, someplace yeah. Someplace else. That this is like is 100 years ago or yeah, something. Because her, like, yeah, it was like 60 years 60, ago. She yeah, says yeah. that she assumed she was underground for 60 years. Yeah. Right, yeah. Because that's what happens is like they all got like fucked up basically. And yeah. um, when she got her second lease on life after becoming a titan yeah um she kind of abandoned that idea where she's like okay i'm not going to sacrifice myself for people anymore just to feel needed Mm -hmm. and then when she's living her life as just like a normal street urchin in present day uh she hears about krista also being like an abandoned child or whatever who's been like forced into the cadets and she's like oh i'm gonna go find this person because she's so much like me and Krista still has that self-sacrificial mentality where she's like, I'm going to give myself up because that's what makes me feel valuable. The only way I can feel valuable is if I die for someone or for something. And uh, I guess Ymir's kind of at odds with that, but mm-hmm. she can also relate to that. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it was a nice relationship to see develop. And I mean, I think one of the things that was missing from the first season that we talked about was like, a lack of character development, a lot of these relationships uh, and, and a lot of the relationships between characters felt kind of flat or, or forced. Mm-hmm. Right. But seeing kind of Ymir's uh, background story and how she relates to Krista and yeah. that relationship, it felt a lot more like real than uh, than other relationships, yeah, I guess, in the show. Less hollow, her, even. <laughs> her backstory and her relationship to Historia or Krista... Yeah. I mean, Emir's relationship to Krista yeah. is an exact parallel to Aaron and Mikasa. Yeah, it's yeah. just like they are the Aaron Ooh. and Mikasa of this season, of the Titan. That's world. interesting. Yeah. yeah, or of the Titan world. Sure. Kind of, yeah. See, yeah. that's that's something that I also really liked was about by episode eleven or so when they're running away from um, the uh, the scout regiment and they're trying to kidnap Aaron. Yeah, I was like genuinely conflicted because I was like, I don't know who I'm rooting for here because. Um, they just flip the perspective so much because you see the other side of things and you know that the Titans aren't really acting because they, they're they like out of out of malice or 
because they want to or like they've got bloodlust it almost seems like everyone has to do something that they don't want to like Berthold, like we mentioned he's a loser he's like a whiny little crybaby <laughs> right. and but the thing is when we see that and we compare it to this colossal titan that we've seen the image where it's like oh my god this this daunting force that's crushing humanity backing them into the corner is actually just this scared little boy and he's like are we doing it right now reinert yeah like it, it makes me feel bad almost like why and then even when um when when reinert's protecting uh aaron and Bertholdt with his hands and they're all trying to, all the scouts are trying to right. break uh, in when they're trying to they're like recapture why yeah. did you betray us weren't we your friends like mm-hmm. how did you look us in the eye and say all this shit to us like you understood us or anything like that and he's he's in tears, and he's like, someone has to spill the blood. Yeah. Someone has to do it. Yeah. Like, I didn't ask for this. It's like everybody in the show is being used yeah. by someone. Mm-hmm. And it even seems like we saw this. It's like Ymir's motivations aren't even in line with Reinhardt and Berthold. I mean, they didn't even know each other were Titans. It's exactly. not even yeah. like they were on the same side. Ymir yeah. killed their friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, does that give her an ability? Because I feel like she says she's able to turn back into a human because she ate his Wait, body or something like that. here's the thing. They mentioned Maybe. this offhand in a sentence. I think they established a rule where it's like, once a human becomes a titan, the only way they can turn back is after they consume another human. Because they say, like, yeah, they were, they were mentioning it. They're like, oh, even Aaron had to. And this is actually, I think, when they flash back to, um, yeah, when they flash back to the scene... Uh, where Marco is getting eaten off screen again. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure Marco's being eaten by, like, I don't know, maybe Aaron, <laughs> maybe someone else. You think? I think so. I don't but think Aaron's eaten a human. No, Aaron, they definitely mentioned, they definitely said even Aaron had to really? eat a person. I don't remember do this, this at thing. all. So hmm. it's like, I don't think they have any control over it, but once they do, they probably have the, like, at least the chance to turn human again. They definitely sure. established this. Interesting. Okay. But it was actually it was it was very low key, which kind of bothered me. It was mm-hmm. like I wish they drew more attention to this, but that's kind of what the whole show has been doing so far. Mm-hmm. Where it's like they throw you nuggets and they're like make of it what you will, kind of thing. Right. Something you just reminded me of is something that I found so lame what? but funny. What is that? Uh, when the people are being held up at Utgard Castle, and then they're <laughs> safe. Saying that. I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Let's say it in unison. Three, two, one. Utgard. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> uh, when they're saved by, like, Mikasa and Aaron and, like, all those people, Aaron rides in. We get, like, a sick action shot of him, like, flipping around and slicing a titan's neck. And he's like, oh, my first ODM kill. <laughs> oh, like, you fucking gross. loser. It's <laughs> your first kill. We made it, like, through a season and a half. We're finally getting a kill. And then at the very end of the season... Um, what's her face? Uh, Krista, Historia, does, like, a very similar she thing. She actually too. gets a sick shot. She Dude. looks like she's, like, fucking Sailor Moon transforming oh, yeah. in the air. So cool. She kills a Titan. She's like, my first ODM kill. I'm like, you guys are... <laughs> how are you guys the top ten students of the year? Get out of here. I excused Krista's one. Yeah. Because she's more, like, innocent and sweet, but Ayrton's, like, so aggressive. Like, yeah, I want I'm to gonna kill, kill them all. all. Yeah. Take you that long, bro? Right? Like, yeah. I mean, for for the Joker. record, though, his his uh, his kill count's pretty high. Yeah, in Titan form. In Titan form. Sure. Um, yeah, probably he, gets more satisfaction punching their skulls in than giving them a little sweep and chop. But, right. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he never got to plug the hole in the wall with his like crystallized body. No. Right? Yeah, yeah. That, that never happened because there was no hole. Yeah. Because, Wait. Uh, what? 
Yeah. There was no hole in Wall Maria. Remember, That's they the whole thought thing. there was a hole. So oh, the plan oh. was Aaron was going to go and crystallize. Oh, okay. That's what that was. I thought when she was mentioning that, that she was talking about the the crumbling wall with like the Titan behind it, that she wanted him to like fill that gap so that sunlight could never touch the Titan. You know oh, what I'm no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, I thought no, that's yeah, what yeah, that yeah. was happening. That, <laughs> okay. no. Honestly, that was a little confusing because I was like, wait, what? What's going on here? But then yeah. I realized everyone's looking for a hole that doesn't exist so that the hole that they showed you in that image where she's thinking about what would happen if the plan went well yeah isn't isn't a real happening. Hole. it's not a real thing mm-hmm. and uh, the, that's part of where the confirmation of humans being titans comes yeah, from right it's like oh they can just they spread up from a village had to be within the wall already yeah. so that actually just reminded me of a point just like a, a quick note and it's also a callback to our previous episode where you talked about Kind of like, we said Armin's a genius, but you're also like, he's not that much of a genius because he just says like common sense stuff and then everyone's like, oh, you're such a genius. Yeah. And that reminded me of when they're talking about the plan to get Aaron to crystallize and plug the hole, Armin's like, so we'll travel at night because Titans can't move at night. And they're like, right, you're such a genius. I'm like, Wait, dude. Like, we that, established that very this. obvious. Everyone was briefed on that information. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, too oh, too good. You really are a genius, But Armin. I gotta say, uh, Armin did kind of win me over this season because he does something really cool in the last episode, or last two episodes. Right, yeah. When he rides up to Reiner, who's covering the people with his hands. Yeah. And he says, like, uh, or he thinks the only way to, like, distract them enough oh, is to yeah. fuck with their minds and tell them about how Annie's getting yeah, tortured. that was right. smart. Oh, my God, like, that was they're sick. they're pulling no punches on Annie's body right now. She's recovering and getting, like, sliced and diced, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. also, Armin's smart enough to cue in that Reinhardt is having this weird personality crisis where it's like he's lived too long as a cadet. Right. And he doesn't... Like, he half of him is actually the Reinhardt that they know and love, and half of him is the titan that infiltrated their ranks to kill them in the first place. Mm -hmm. So he's, like, gonna pull those strings when he sees them. Yeah. Initially, when he landed on on Reiner's body and was started to do that to Berthold to, to, like, mess with him, I was initially mad because I was like, why aren't you fighting him? And then he started to talk and do that, and I started to get it, and I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. And that's what leads to... uh... Aaron being saved. Right. Because, like, exactly. the grip, I guess, loosens and uh, Ervin swoops in, right? Oh, no. The way the grip loosens is because Ervin leads a bunch of other Titans to come at, and at Reiner away, from yeah. every direction. Oh, right. So then yes, he has yeah. to take his hand off. But then to distract Berthold is when. Uh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. He's such a psycho. Right. I love Aaron, man. He's so sick. Dude. There, there's actually a yeah, shot. He's where unbelievable. He, there's like a frame where he legit just looks like Napoleon on his horse, just oh, yeah. pointing a sword. Like, yeah. oh man, it's when, the coolest thing. Yeah, when he, he gets carried away <laughs> and he's still like leading the charge as he's pulled away, that is like the most Epic. awesome oh, scene ever. It's such a cool shot because it's like it's zoomed in on his face, kind of, but it looks like he's being dragged away at 200 miles right. away. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. both that at once. Like, yeah. It's like you know he's. Done, but it's like, oh, he's so cool. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Holy fucking shit. Uh, yeah. So good. Another thing I want to mention now that we're, I kind of, we circle back to talking about uh, uh, Berthold and uh, Berthold, 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 Berthold. Berthold. Oh, I'm it? gonna go back with Birdie. Just Birdie. I don't want to say yeah, his name. I don't want to call him Bernard again. Bert. <laughs> um, so. Uh, I think this season did a lot of good stuff, and there was a lot less melodrama, which was awesome. 
Unless uh, uh, like vertical lines. But, uh, you <laughs> know, I didn't some. even I didn't even think about that until episode nine when they're talking in the trees when Aaron's first captured and his limbs are like cut off. When they're yeah. having their good, bad, and the ugly moment. Yes, because that off. that's when the action lines come back and everybody's screaming at each other again. Yeah, it's like in episode nine, I think it takes that long. I, but there is one other uh, really really funny uh, part of melodrama, and that's when, or it just felt forced. Okay, so when. Aaron transforms and he fights uh, Reiner. They're f- uh, they're fighting and Aaron's getting mad and like just more and more mad. And then while he's fighting, he says like, "Reiner, I wished I could be half as strong as you. You are my hero." And I'm like, "What? Wait, he <laughs> was your hero, dude? Yeah, <laughs> what did I miss? I don't yeah. remember. Wait, you did you watch the dub for this episode? Uh, yes, I I didn't watch the dub, and I don't oh, think so that maybe, was maybe it wasn't directly. in the sub. Yeah, but dude, it was so funny because like you know it's like I mean, while Aaron was fighting, it just shows his is like his real face and what he's mm-hmm. thinking in the flash. He says, yeah. "You were my hero." Yeah, I think. How was he your hero? <laughs> I think <laughs> right? I, I definitely the same idea was tra- was in the yeah. sub where it's like, oh, he looked up to him, and it's like he was kind of like the big brother of the entire cadet like year or whatever yeah um and it's like just insane that he could betray him also i like that he went full jujitsu on him when oh when they're fighting fighting yeah yeah oh yeah yeah. he didn't like just try to beat him silly and oh and that cool flashback to to annie um teaching them the moves and shit yeah 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 Yeah. oh that that was was cool Uh, really well done the bjj (laughs) uh oh actually that reminds me of another thing uh aaron like the worst detective ever. So when <laughs> season one, Armin figures out that uh, that Annie is the Titan, and Aaron's like, "What? She was our comrade." And then they share a bunch of damning evidence, and Aaron's like, "What? Like it can't be." <laughs> and then again, uh, Reiner and uh, Birdie drop that they're Titans. Yeah. And um, before that, when they're briefing him, kind of thing. Yeah, and then and then, so we're all shocked as the audience. Mm-hmm. And then Aaron says, "Damn, I didn't want to believe what I was hearing yesterday." And then it flashes back to them discussing yeah. a bunch of damning evidence about how two of them are the full Titans. And like, dude, how, how are you shocked then? Armin figured it out again. Yeah. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. It's yeah. so funny. So keep, that, that was like real funny this. to me. Yeah. I hope they continue with this. Every time they out a new Titan, they're like, here's a bunch of shit that happened. Yeah. That clearly points to them. We haven't talked about the furry Titan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's chat about this that. This is a weird character. <laughs> it makes him sound so much more friendly. What do they call him in the show? Beast Titan. Beast the Beast Titan. Titan. Okay, I no, just yeah. called him Sasquatch. Because he can talk. Which, like in full sentences. He can instruct other Titans on what to do. He can say like, don't attack, do attack. Which is right, Do you remember this from the first episode? Yeah. Because yeah. he instructs them to lay off of Mike, and then he instructs them to kill he- Mike. <laughs> yeah. Also, he steals the ODM gear off Mike. He does a little pinch. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this, is, this is ingenious. But just like the thruster part, not yeah, like the yeah, rest. Yeah. I guess the most important part is the thruster part. Yeah. Because for, for some reason they might need that. They're going to build giant Titan versions <laughs> and zip around. Maybe. It's almost <laughs> like they're not a, as advanced technologically, even despite the fact that he seems like he's like hyper intelligent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is such an interesting gadget. How innovative of you humans. I'll right. Take yeah. It's, look at it yeah it's not like yeah. he's... Like oh this is good I'll bring it back he the his He's language right yeah, yeah his mm-hmm. indicates um, some like high degree of intelligence right 
and also the fact that he's so calm about everything going on. It's like, uh, like Mikkei's freaking out because he's getting slowly eaten, and Beast Titan's just like, oh, do you not understand? I thought I was speaking a language that you could understand. Right, yeah. Right? It's fucking creepy. Oh, yeah. It's terrifying. I was wondering, uh, his command of the Titans, is that, like, he has control, or is he just a leader? Because... One thing I was thinking about was he said he asked them to stop and then one of the Titans keeps trying to attack Mike and then he says, I don't think you heard me. And then he kills that Titan. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I so guess I was wondering about what that meant. I guess he's just a leader. He doesn't have the same power that Aaron seems to have now. Yeah, I mean, I didn't uh, even make that yeah. <laughs> connection until right now. I was like, oh, wait, Aaron can also do that. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, like, they made it seem like Aaron was really special when, like, Reiner was saying... Like, oh my god, I can't believe the one who the has this power. Yeah, yeah the coordinate. Cor- what, what a weird what term. awkward yeah. term, yeah. <laughs> Give him a cooler name. But I wonder yeah, if they're going like, to change that for the English version um, whenever that drops maybe. in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah hopefully. Here's a word. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like, oh, I can't believe the one happened to be the worst person it could possibly be. So maybe Beast Titan doesn't have the same exact command. power. Yeah. 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 Also, something that dawned on me, like, between the week that I finished this and us recording this, yeah. is that... You know when Aaron gets the injection from his father? Right. What if it's an injection to be able to con- to be the coordinate? What if it's not uh, even to get the power to turn into a Titan? He just had that inherently or something. So shit. there's like two, and one yeah. of them is the Beast Titan, and one yeah. Also, well, it seems of- like it seems like th- now that Dylan brought that up, it seems like they were trying to hint at something. Like the first episode, you see the Beast Titan control Titans, but because he's a leader, they don't always actually listen to him. And then yeah. the final episode, we see Aaron control them, but he actually controls them. Like yeah, like mentally. Yeah, like he. They- Controls what choice. they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of Aaron's dad, do you think that was him shirtless and ripped riding on the shoulder of Furry Titan? At no. the very end of the, yeah. the show? <laughs> no. Uh, yes, initially I did, but then I went back to season one to see what his dad looked like. Yeah. And they do look different. He did have glasses, and it has been years. He could have gotten Jack in the Woods. That's and got blonde hair, though. I mean... Aaron's dad had brown hair he had long brown hair but you know people go through phases yeah it's true they go through phases and the show seems to have a thing where it says characters hair color is slightly different than it actually is like it can appear (laughs) brown but they'll call it black stuff like that or blonde yeah or blonde yeah yeah. (laughs) so maybe it isn't because when i watched uh that episode and at the end i actually said son of a bitch like (laughs) yeah 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 also, I immediately didn't think it was the dad, so I had an opposite reaction, mm-hmm. but then I grew into wanting it to, to believe that it was the dad. It probably isn't, mm-hmm. to be honest, because um, it seemed like Aaron's dad like really, really wanted Aaron to have a fighting chance against the Titans, so mm-hmm. he gave him a shot, slash gave him some kind of power yeah. to be able to do that. So why he would be riding on the shoulder of like the what seems to be the leader of that side of this battle it's like right. it doesn't make a lot of sense but well um, we don't know <laughs> he also says not yet eh yeah, Which yeah seems yeah. like it's so he weird. wants them that. to reach that wall that he's standing on top of with the titans so they're at wall rose then or no sorry they're at yeah Mar- sorry wall maria yeah yeah is like the outer the outermost right, yeah, wall, the right? Outermost. yeah it seems like he's standing there waiting for like humanity to reach that feat of coming back to that wall and then they can go to the next step of the uh, process or whatever also wait the the beast titan doesn't really do all that much he just kind of saunters through introduces himself climbs a wall mm-hmm. throws a couple titans and then keeps going and then he climbs another wall and that's the end right <laughs> he's almost like um 
like in Star Wars, uh, the first Star Wars, like the Darth Vader kind of character, like he doesn't do like a ton. Like there's no huge like lightsaber battle. You see him like quite a bit, and then you see like at the end he's like in the space battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like we we get a lot from Darth Vader in like Empire Strikes Back. Right. And then maybe this guy riding him is kind of like the Emperor, where he might be the kind of like a grand leader, but the Beast Titan is more of a, like the enforcer who actually runs the Titans mm-hmm. yeah. more frequently. Yeah. So yeah. the humans mean? that can turn into Titans seem to think that there's no future inside the walls because everybody's going to die and something's going to happen. Maybe right. the walls are all going to open up and the Titans that are inside are going to eat everybody. Yeah. Who knows? Mm. It seems like they only think that there's a future outside the walls, but they seem to need Historia because of her blood. Yeah. And, and they need Eren. Because he has, it's he is but, the core. But I think they only need Aaron to take him away from being inside the walls because he seems to be the future inside the walls, which right. is what Emir says in the last episode. Like, I see now there is a future inside the walls because Aaron is the coordinate. But every, right. every so time. So he's a threat. Yes, a threat, which is why they're yeah. trying to take him. Every time they say inside the walls, though, they are just referring to humanity. And it's like humanity can exist outside the walls. It's just that there's titans out there trying to eat them. Hmm. So it's like. I feel like it might not even necessarily have to do with the walls per se. It's right. just like humanity is on its way to being wiped off the map or it's like their time is up kind of thing. Right. And like being a human right now is a losing is a losing hand. So you're gonna have to side up with the Titans one way or another kind of thing. But seeing Aaron's like determination and uh everybody's like sort of will to survive right. can but- bring pause to Ymir? I yeah, I get what you're saying, but Emir like throws that into question. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she's a Titan, so even if she was inside the wall, she could potentially survive. Right. But, but she wants to get the fuck out because she sees it as being like dangerously unsafe. Also, that it kind of plays into the whole like um oppression dynamic that we we saw beforehand where it's like uh, we even saw it with Annie, but we didn't know what was going on. It's like, people will hate you for what you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, fuck them. Don't stick around with them. Uh, let's get out of there as soon as we can, kind of thing. And it's like, why would Ymir want to be with uh, like a race of people who like fundamentally hate her and don't trust her for right. what she is? Um, I mean, so like that's the only reason she'd want to... Well, the only reason she'd want to be there is to be with Krista. Mm-hmm. Um, but if Krista doesn't care and is willing to come along with her, then you know it might be better in the long run. But then she has that whole like inner battle where it's like, which is better, bringing Krista to the Titans or leaving her with the humans who may or may not be on their way to oblivion? Right. Sorry, remind me what happens at the very end. Like, do Reiner and Bertolt to get away? They keep they, running away. They get away, yeah. and Ymir uh, joins them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she chooses to, like, leave and Krista behind. The him. last yeah. uh, shot that we see them on, they're lying on top of a wall. Yeah. And they're just, like, hanging out and talking. Right. It's funny because, like, they seem like good guys in that moment. They're like, thanks for saving that's, us. That's the <laughs> thing. Yeah. Like, I even believe that they were kind of good guys in a way. Because it's like, when you see the other side, when you see Mikasa, mm-hmm. who has, like, no mercy. She's such a savage. As soon as she sees, um, like, um, like an opportunity, mm-hmm. when... Bertholt and Reinhardt are kind of hesitating. She tries to cut Bertholt in half. No questions asked. She's like, I'm going to fucking d- d- annihilate you right now. Yeah. Because you're a threat to Aaron. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Aaron 
Aaron is the most important thing in the world to her, but it also makes her a psychopath. Yeah, that's true. And where it's like there's no gray area if you're, you're either with her or against her. And if you're against her, you're getting cut in half. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, beautiful badass. She says to Ymir, there's only so many lives that I actually care about. My enemies made deciding that easy six years ago. So you're mistaken to seek any compassion from me. Rough. Fucking wrecked. Rough. Uh, so speaking of Mikasa... She seems to, like, tell Aaron that she loves him. Actually, she's about to say that sentence, and he cuts her off. Yeah. Yeah. Kind Let's, of a, We should talk about that ending sequence. Kind of a blue ball. <laughs> it features whatever soldier that is that let Aaron's mom die. Captain Hannes. Hannes. Captain Hannes. Oh, man. He has that moment with uh, Armin and Mikasa where he gives them the rations, and they're just all chewing, yeah. and it pans up to the sky. Right. And he says, it. like, I want things to go back to normal, and the only way to do that is to get Aaron back. I'd love to be a soldier that just drinks all day. Yeah, yeah. Said, like <laughs> like when when people thought that I was just like a drunkard, that was great. That was a great time because we had peace, right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. and then Aaron is forced to watch him die the same the, way <laughs> at the hand of the Titan that killed his mom. Is there another blood fountain? I can't remember. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it actually is like the, the first exact. time there's like more of a blood fountain again since yeah. like the mom died. Yeah. It's like pretty sad. Like we, I know we don't see a lot of him, but I do think he still represents. I guess any ties that Aaron had to his old life, like in addition to Mikasa and and Armin, and I guess he's kind of a father figure in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah without a doubt to yeah, to definitely. Aaron. And it's clear that he wants to do right by Aaron in that moment. Like he said, like I'm gonna avenge your mother, mm-hmm. and then he starts fighting this Titan, right? And so to see him dies like pretty heartbreaking and he's like having like a good time like trying to kick its ass and he's like smiling and shit dude he actually i think the 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 creators didn't do this super well because he's fucking kicking ass yeah Yeah. through that whole bit and then suddenly he just loses like he's like slicing and dicing i'm like oh captain hannes go for it buddy as soon as like in the episodes prior where he's kind of talking them up and they're having their moment where they're eating their rations and whatever i was like uh, he's dead he's gone right like he has to die now yeah now that you've done this he can't survive mm-hmm. like and as soon as you see the mother eating titan show up with his big smile mm-hmm. it's like okay i know how this is gonna go that that was the only part of the show that i found predictable where i was like okay i guess so long Hannes. it's been nice knowing you Right. Did you still feel like moved in a way by it? Because oh, like I, I was so sad. Yeah, like I found this death way more moving than like his, his mother's death, just yeah. because like we've gotten to know Hannes like yeah. a bit, right? Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. I, I did feel something when he died. I think it's really cool because leading up to his death, like he's kicking the Titan's ass. Aaron is like biting the shit out of his hands, trying to transform, and his fingers aren't even there. Yeah, right. He's just right. chomping on them, and it looks yet. like and the sound effects they use are like brutal. Crunchy. It's really gross. Ugh. Yeah, but what he says is like, if I can't transform right now and save him, everything that's happened over the past five years is for nothing. Yeah, and then he immediately dies. Oh my god! And yeah. so it's like heartbreaking in that moment. Also, and then Aaron laughs like he's a crazy person. Crazy Aaron is the best, dude. Yeah. I love it when okay when when they're having their little showdown moment in the trees mm-hmm. and Aaron just gets all cr- wide-eyed and starts yelling at Reinhardt and Bertholdt mm-hmm. and then again when he just starts cry crying and laughing and he you can just see him losing it yeah oh man that was awesome I love that mm-hmm. I thought that was actually really well done it's like yeah that that's kind of how I feel right now like this is a joke 
Like, yeah. how is this even happening? Like, his whole life is a joke, and everybody he knows was just about to die yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. When it, when it, Aaron first punches the Titan that killed his mom in the hand, and they, like, their fists meet, kind of. Yeah. yeah. What did you think was happening there? I was like, this is, like, kind of like the a weird, like, when you back an animal into a corner and it mm-hmm. has nothing left, so it goes all out. Mm-hmm. Aaron is the animal in this situation where he's like, I'm just going to punch you with my hand right. and see what happens because I hate you. You didn't have a theory about, like, what was happening in that moment? I didn't think something cool was going to happen. I thought right. maybe he'd flash into a titan all okay. of a sudden. Uh, kind of like when he was protecting uh, them from the cannonball that one time. Sure. Um I yeah. thought, yeah, if anything. I, I just, but... like, it just seemed like a super sane moment to me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, it, it felt like he had unlocked something, whether he knew it or not. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when Goku went super sane for the first time against, like, Frieza. Although that was sure. a little more drawn out. Yeah. But, like, it just, just seemed like something was new. And even though he wasn't exactly sure, mm-hmm. like, instinct told him to just, like, punch. Yeah. I For a second, I thought that he'd unlocked the strength of a titan without needing to transform <laughs> oh, form anymore. dude. And he was just going to be human-sized punching the shit out of people. Oh, my God. That would have been amazing. But uh, definitely not what the crazy. show was going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it was definitely satisfying, though, mm-hmm. seeing that titan get torn to shreds. It has such a horrible face. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> seeing its face literally get torn in two was super satisfying. Yeah, I would say overall, uh, this, sh- this season was a lot more satisfying than the first season yeah in terms of that like it did a lot better like i do still feel like characters could have been fleshed out more like overall okay but yet it's it still moved in the right direction mm-hmm. in yeah. terms of that and plot points like when things happen captain Hannes dying uh aaron unlocking this this new power the relationship between amir and krista I felt a lot more right. in this season than I did in last season. It, it it actually pulled on heartstrings that were there this time. Last Definitely. season yeah. felt like they were pulling on heartstrings that weren't there. Exactly, yeah. It did feel... It felt really good. Um, it's worth pointing out that the first five episodes of the season seem to be like the arc surrounding the castle. Right, And yeah. from six, episode six onward, which is like around like six or seven episodes is just about the the capturing of Eren yeah, yeah, and the yeah. fight with the two like big titans. And that's like a totally different approach than the first season took. The first season takes place over such a long stretch of time yeah. and there's many, many arcs. Right. In this season, it really feels like one arc to me and then broken up into two separate yes. bits, which is you're talking about. Like, I guess it's like I guess two days as well. Yeah, that's right? the thing. It's yeah. like the it's first a short time. bunch of episodes doesn't even go forward, actually. It goes backwards. Because it's like, yeah. here's these events that were happening while Annie's rampaging in the uh, the, the middle circle right. of town. Right. So, But I wouldn't say it's too different from the first season because there is like a seven episode arc here, which is a lot like the first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's yeah. like, here's this drawn out short period of time again. Yeah. But I didn't mind it so much because we were getting a lot of new information every episode almost. Yeah, it's almost like you're watching it in real time. Yeah. Whereas yeah. in the first season, it felt like they were drawing out minutes into whole episodes. Yeah. Whereas definitely. now it's like, I'm watching a 22 minute episode and it feels like I was with them for 22, 22 minutes. minutes of their time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is really cool. Um. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like how the the cannonball episode in question just oh, felt God. like like that was third. That was like ten minutes yes. of like stuff happening, but their inner monologues were like 
going on forever and ever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really annoying. Uh, one of the other things, when Aaron does unlock his power, I mean, we, we just touched on it, but Mikasa starts to confess his uh, her feelings for him. And I think like that is part of him unlocking. It's not just seeing Hannes die. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that moment with Mikasa because she says something like, you know, you wrapped this like the end of her uh, uh, little monologue there is that she says, you know, you wrapped this scarf around me, and he says like, and I'll do that like now and forever as much as you want, and then he's like, that's when he like kind of like stands up and is yeah. ready to face the Titan. So we can't really discount that that is like a big chunk of where he got his like power yeah from i, I think so yeah. and I, and i'm really glad to see something like that because it's really good to see proper evidence of their relationship yeah. and what they mean to each other mm-hmm. uh, rather than mika just saying aaron i'll protect you yeah, like, yeah. always you right. know also it would kind of be a huge cop-out if she just like confessed her feelings to him and he was like yeah okay anyways i hate titans yeah <laughs> and i think it's like the um the necessity to kind of put these titans to an end and for him to say like he just lost Hannes and realizing like he doesn't want to lose any more people that he cares about right right in that in that moment and that's why he says like I'll do this like now and forever as much as you want and that's like him saying like I care about you and now I need to destroy this like titan I guess for right like, the right of, yeah yeah yeah, and uh, that's the season seemed to be building up to the moment where Aaron would finally protect Mikasa from something. Yeah, because yeah. he had the moments, the flashbacks with his mom, like her saying, "You know, one day you're gonna have to take care of Mikasa." It's yeah. very like nail on the head, but I guess we right. got the moment finally. Yeah, yeah. it felt um, good. Yeah, so I'm looking at my notes now, and I realize that uh, the Titans they seem to let slip, like the human Titans, Reiner and R and B is what I call them in, in all my notes. R&B. <laughs> yeah, uh, they seem to say that. Capturing Aaron, Annie, and Krista are their only mission goals. Right. Like, that's it. Oh, yeah. They actually say at a point where it's like, we actually don't need to eliminate humanity anymore. Come with us, and then yeah, that'll he be does, it. Yeah, he's, yeah, he, he does yeah. say that. So it's like, what changed? There. Also, that is that supposed to make us think that nobody else within the walls is a titan? Because that seems really hard to believe right now. Oh, fuck <laughs> no, yeah. There's, yeah like, there's definitely... <laughs> three more titans within the walls, and nobody else's, huh? Yeah. But I mean, as we've seen so far, everybody has different objectives, so it's like, who even knows? That's, like, I kind of wish they fleshed it out, like, a little bit more. So it's like, mm-hmm. we at least we don't have to assume what everybody wants and who's aligned with who. Because yeah. as soon as you start, like dividing titans into factions without fully explaining what any of them want Mm -hmm. i mean sure there's intrigue but it's also like hard to keep track of right so and i think what we can say also is that um like there probably are titans in the city but the fact that reiner and uh birdie didn't know initially that uh ymir was a titan means that they might not yeah might just not be aware of more titans in the in the city that being said there must be more titans definitely right? yeah. yeah also did you guys like the fact that ymir is not a cool titan she's just like a little munchkin yeah yeah she's like a little goblin <laughs> kind of yeah, yeah, <laughs> i think like thematically though or like pacing wise it doesn't make sense for the, there to be more titans within the walls i guess not like as people i don't mean like literally buried in the walls yeah, themselves because yeah, 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 there yeah. definitely are yeah oh no i just meant for like this this season no but i think in you know in future seasons we might find out that there are other titans right yeah right. yeah that makes sense uh especially now that 
we definitively know that humans like are the source of titans right yeah yeah i mean i guess we definitively know that yeah they definitely it's the very last thing that they allude to in the show Mm -hmm. is like ervin saying that to levi right um there's also like a like a little explanatory frame in between mm -hmm. where it just says humans are derivative oh yeah they do they do say that yeah it's so stupid yeah (laughs) Uh, one thing i want to say is that one thing i didn't like about the season is the fact that by episode two I'm sure everybody watching the show clues in that, like, oh, Titans come from humans. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then they don't because just you get to see, the point. You see, because like, Connie's Connie mom. Sees yeah. His mom. Yeah. But so then yeah. 10 episodes later, they're finally like, oh, I think this might be a possibility. Yeah, yeah. It's like, just like, just they got get, to get, it kind of way too late yeah. for it to be even relatively surprising. Yeah, just yeah. like, spit it out. Everyone already figured that point out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, But it was cool. Yeah. Uh, Is there anything we haven't discussed? Should we just, like,. Well, I did want to say just kind of, uh, well, I guess one of the reasons that I I did feel in some ways that this season wasn't um, satisfying was because it didn't answer some of the questions that we had from season one. And I think that that's okay. It's just like, you know, because it's been four years, I I wonder how people feel about these certain things, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, for example, we know nothing about Aaron's Basement. That was a right, goal in right. season in season one. They're like, all right, let's get to the basement. And then the they goal. got interrupted by by Annie, right? Yeah. And that became the whole thing. We know nothing more of Aaron's dad, unless that guy's Aaron's dad. We can talk about that in a second. Right. Nothing more, uh, I guess, about Annie. Like, are they experimenting on her in any way? Like, are they trying to break through the crystal? Probably. Right? Like, I you'd think... imagine that they would be, right? I wish we saw more of Annie, actually. And, like, yeah. got some kind of context as to what's going on besides Armin just being like, yo, guess what? We're torturing her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and so that's it. So those were, like, I guess, major questions that we had in in uh, season one and also what's the deal with the titan in the wall like we got just a little bit more information on that right yeah but we didn't uh dive deeper into it so now we have a lot of questions that do need to be answered in season three Mm -hmm. or at least kind of reveal a little more to carry us over i'm nervous that we're gonna wait four years (laughs) oh uh uh, they announced the third season is in 2018 okay Uh, Thank, yeah. Thank goodness. Okay. okay. Like the day or the week <laughs> of the pre- or the finale of season two, they announced the the third season. Okay. Thank yeah. fuck. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> well, yeah. then I'm then I'm happy actually. Right? Then I'm pretty satisfied with this season. Yeah, yeah, I'm satisfied as well. Um, did you guys notice that even when there was action in the show, it was never like a long, sweeping, cool Spider-Man shot oh, like the first season. Not. It was like deliberately cut up to be disorienting as fuck. Yeah, it was yeah, never yeah. satisfying because you could never actually tell what was going on. The closest that I feel that I got was when uh, Krista gets her first actual kill. Yeah. She has this really cool oh, like sideways so sweeping Goodness. shot where you can't even really tell when she goes from slicing ground to slicing the back of the Titan's neck. Right. It's very cool. Um, yeah. There's, I feel, yeah, I feel like they didn't capitalize on the beautiful ODM gear. Um, right. movement this time around but w- we did get action in the form of little little goblin ymir jumping from back to back and right. chomping at the necks of uh titans yeah i guess i'd rather have character development yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like instead of doing a healthy balance of character development and cool fight scenes in each season they said what if season one is all action <laughs> and so right? yeah. character development and that was a bit frustrating in season one but now, I guess, given what we got in season two, 
it did balance out a little bit. Yeah. I actually didn't find that I was missing fight scenes. Like, I wasn't like, where's the action? I was pretty satisfied with what we got. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not to say that there isn't action. There's obviously, like, fighting and stuff. It's just not, like, the Attack on Titan iconic action that yeah. was in the first season. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say that my f- my favorite line, besides uh, Reiner saying, marry me, in, yeah. in his head, <laughs> to um, to Krista... Uh, was uh, in the third in the third episode, uh, one of the soldiers who's just about to die at the castle says, um, oh. I should be drinking right now. I've earned the right to get trashed. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a break in there. But yeah, that's what he says. That's really it's funny. It's pretty funny. It's funny because <laughs> you see that out of context at yeah. first and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then it comes back to it later and you find out that they found some alcohol stored away somewhere. Yeah. But then he finds the bottle and he tries to, he's like, there is a God and he tries to drink it. <laughs> yeah, and there's, and nothing, there's nothing in the in bottle. <laughs> so sad. Oh, and then man. he dies. And yeah. And Jesus. then he dies on top of everything. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Lost. One of my other favorite lines, other than because uh, yeah, Reiner saying "marry me" was my favorite line. But it was when uh, Krista is with Emir on on Reiner as he's running away, and Emir's trying to convince her to come to come <laughs> with her, and then they're saying like, you know, the outside world isn't so bad, uh, you know, like we, we'll, you'll be okay. And then Krista's like. I'm pretty sure Titans won't be saying that to me. And then it zooms in more, and she's like, because they'll be too busy trying to eat me. Like, it's, yeah. like, the, worst, it's like the worst burn ever. Yeah. Got him. Oh, God. Uh, one thing I thought was super weird is when um, they're all trying to kidnap Aaron. They're all running away. Yeah. And uh, Emir is in Titan form holding onto the back of the Colossal, or whatever, the armor Titan. Right, yeah. She, like, ejects herself out of her Titan form, talks to Bertolt and then, and then re-enters <laughs> herself. I'm like, how is your body functional when you're ejecting yeah. yourself? This like doesn't a, make... Aren't you like drained of energy yeah. or something? Like when you pop out, it's not like a Gundam where you just like eject yeah. and it's like... <laughs> they're really, they're getting fast and loose with their like canonical <laughs> Titan. Yeah. Pretty soon they're going to have a dashboard and controller yeah. on the inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's oh, funny that you say that because I actually wrote down like, this is kind of becoming like a mecha because, because, of, because of that. Like she ejected... Dude, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Oh That'd be God. funny if, like, in the notes, like, the liner notes when they were first coming up with the idea for this, yeah. is that they wanted to make a mecha show, but they're like, what's a spin we could put on this? Just make them giant people. The mechas are flesh. <laughs> yeah. Flesh mecha. Yeah. Evangelion. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you guys want to bring up before yeah, we wrap this up? I feel like, I like, generally, I think this was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, but what I noticed in terms of pacing, like, it's, it's kind of a weird mixed emotion, because, like, I like that they did this, but I also didn't. Um, I liked all the flashbacks. Like, there's a lot where, um, things are going forward, and then there will literally be a scene where they, like, rewind it, and then they go six hours earlier, or, like, Mm -hmm. um... They'll flash back to a moment where they're like training with the cadets or like a story or an anecdote that we missed out on when they just kind of had that um, that that gap in time when they were training. We didn't see any of it. And it's just like, oh, now they're ready to go fight Titans and then they go fight Titans and get destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was cool that we got like a lot of context and backstory. Um, but at the same time, I kind of wish that the actual progression of events was greater. I, I kind of wish there was more happening than people just kind of going back and forth between the same walls that they've been in and right. sort of like even when they went back to the forest when when um Reiner was running away and he was like oh like 
we're going to be heading through this forest or whatever. I was, I was like, what again? Like they didn't think yeah. of a different set piece. Like they couldn't, I right. don't know, pick a desert or like a mountain range or like they showed us snow this time. So it's like, oh, yeah. maybe like you could, you could have picked anything other than, um, what the set that we were given in the latter half of the first season. It's mm-hmm. like, so in that, in that way, it kind of felt a bit repetitive or like there's kind of a treadmill effect, but it wasn't. It wasn't not satisfying. I was still yeah. very satisfied just because of all the information we got. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the snow. That reminds me of the promise. I guess we never mentioned, like, the right. term the promise between Ymir and Historia. Yeah. To, like, be her true self the day that I reveal that I'm a titan. Or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. the fuck. And stop yeah, nice, living. Yeah, nice message at the end, you know? Yeah. yeah. Stop living for other people. Right. Wait, oh, what's the time difference between the end of the first season and this? Is it, like, immediately? I'm kind of forgetting it's, right now. It's immediately slash hours behind. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. I would say immediately because they're looking at the wall. That's destroyed. The, with the, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, something that I found funny that I'm just realizing now is that uh, there's a scene where Hanji is instructing everybody in episode 8 on, like, what to do, what the game plan is, but she's oh, yeah. injured, so she's, like, lying down <laughs> on her stomach, <laughs> yeah. totally, like, down for the count, but oh, she, there's a map in front of her, and she's pointing yeah. at different locations about what to do. Oh, I love Hanji. Funny. And then her, her like, second-in-command just, like, dips without her, and she's like, oh, where are you going? Yeah. Well, I should quickly mention that the voice actor of Rainer, which is Robert McCallum, also voices adult Goten in Dragon Ball GT. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, any, oh, GT. Any, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Any voices Scar's brother in Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh. Sick. Yeah. Um, Respect. The voice actress of Ymir, which is Elizabeth Maxwell, voices Sai Nijima in Persona oh, 5. Oh, my God. Great fucking yeah, detective right. character. And Matoko, the major, in uh, Ghost in the Shell Arise. Oh, okay. Just Arise, which we haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's interesting to me. Cool. Nice. Cool. So I think that's about it. We wrapped up everything, boys. I think that's all we've got to say about Attack on Titan Season 2. Great season. Can't wait for 2018. Yeah. yeah I'm glad it's hurrying the fuck up this right. time. Yeah, yeah. We need that. Uh, so thanks for listening. And let us know your thoughts in the comments or tweet at us. Yeah. Are we yeah. dumb for thinking what we think? Uh, did we miss anything? Let us know. Yeah. We're Shonen Chumps on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, you know. And yeah. you can email us at shonenchumps at gmail.com. Nailed it. Uh, so if you give a fuck, thanks for giving a fuck. <laughs> we love you. See you later. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>